Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning. I'm Pastor David Miller and we're going to be your host today. And I'm just so thankful for this new day today. And I'm also thankful for the promise in God's word that his mercies are new every morning. Thank God for that. Well, we uh, have been talking to you for several several uh, episodes now uh, in the book of Hebrews chapter number 11. And we've been going through that chapter and talking about uh, all of these great men and women of uh, faith, these heroes of faith. And we left off on our last uh, episode talking to you about Jephthah. And now we're going to be talking to you about David. And that verse is verse 32 of Hebrews 11. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, and of Samson, and of Jephthah, of David also. So we're going to be talking to you about David. And this is, uh, his story is way too much to just finish in one episode. So we've decided to do a a three-part series on David and his life. And we first, we're going to start out with uh, the book of Acts, chapter number 13 and verse number 20. And verse number 20 says, And after that he gave unto them judges about the space of 450 years until Samuel the prophet. And afterward, they desired a king. And God gave unto them Saul of the tribe of Benjamin by the space of 40 years. So when he had removed him, or Saul, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony. And I want you to get this right here because this is what we're going to be talking to you about today in this episode. He had, or he gave rather this testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. What a powerful statement. I have found David, a man after mine own heart. So we're going to be talking to you uh, first in this first part on this episode about that statement. And our title for today is David, a man after God's own heart. Now, a lot of you Bible readers out there, 
you know the story of David's life, or some of it, the story of David's life, I'm sure. And we know that David was a great king. He was Israel's greatest king, in my uh, opinion. He was a great figure in the Bible. And we know he went from a shepherd boy to a king. We also know him, and many people refer to him as David the sweet psalmist, who wrote many psalms and songs. So David had a, a life full of excitement. He was a man that won many, many battles for the Lord. He overcome some very big odds with God on his side, of course. And also, he had friendships, uh, great friendships, and he also had some not so great. Uh, David also made some very terrible, terrible mistakes in his life and even sinned. So then why would God's word declare so openly that I have found David a man after my own heart. Why would the scripture say this? So I've, uh, I've got uh, 10 reasons here why I believe that David was a man after God's own heart. And I'm going to just go over them with you here today. First of all, David was a man of humility. And if you would like, you might ought to write these down or at least try to remember these, these 10 different things that caused David to be called a man after God's own heart. David, first of all, was a man of humility. If we look in Psalms, chapter number 62 and verse 9, the Bible says there concerning David, surely... He said, men of low degree are vanity, and men of high degree are but a lie. To be laid in the balances, they are altogether lighter than vanity. So first of all, I want you to notice David's humility here, and he said this. He said, no matter if they're men of low degree or high degree, in other words, in, uh, in social standing or what other people think of them, whether they're considered a low degree or high degree. In other words, if they're rich or poor, uh, if they're famous or not, if they are popular or not, he said all of them, if they're laid in the balances together, they are less than vanity or lighter than vanity. So David realized this. So he was a man of humility. He never thought of himself as anything great. He never esteemed any man great without God. So this is the first reason I believe that God called him a man after his heart. He had humility. Second, the Bible uh, lets us know that he was a reverent man. Psalms 18 
and verse number three. The scripture said there, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. In David's, David's reverence to the Lord, he knew that if he was to be delivered from his enemies or saved from his enemies, as he says it here, it would take the Lord to do that. And he said, so I will call upon him. And he also said he's worthy to be praised. So David notes God's power to deliver and God's worthiness to be praised. So he was reverent in that respect. And I hope, I hope that all of us realize God's worthiness to be praised. He is worthy and deserving of all of our praises. The third one here is David's respect. David had great respect. And in Psalms chapter 31 and verse 9, David says, Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. Now that's only part of the verse there, but that's the, the main part of that verse. So David's respect was in knowing when problems came, when trouble come, God's mercy was his answer. Amen. God's mercy. And I, I mentioned to you at the start that verse of Scripture that his mercies are new every morning. Aren't you glad that we serve a God like that? That God would be merciful to us today and then throughout our life and our battles through life, our shortcomings in life, even our failures in life, that every day God's mercy is new. So I'm not advocating failure or sin, but I'm saying this, that if we do fail, God, if we do sin, we have an advocate with a father. And God's mercy is so great it is beyond anything any of us could even imagine. God is merciful. David realized that. And he said, when I'm in trouble, I just ask for God's mercy. Then after that, the fourth thing is he was a man that trusted God. He had trust. Psalms 27, 1, this is just a great whole chapter, but verse number one proves that David trusted God. He said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Of whom shall I fear? The Lord is my strength, the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? So there's some things David said. He said, the Lord is my light my salvation, and my strength. Those three things. My light, my salvation, and my strength. Then he, come, he followed that up by saying, who shall I fear? Who shall I be afraid? So it shows here total, complete, 100% trust in God. God was his hope, his light, his salvation, 
and his strength. So he was a man that had trust. David was also a man that had love, love for God, a loving man. And there's many scriptures I, I could choose from, but look at verse Psalms 18 and 1. And the Bible says there, I love thee, O Lord, my strength. Once again, David recognizes God's strength. And David said, I love thee, O Lord. Amen. What, what, a, what a statement to be made by this man. I love the Lord. So if we want to be a man, a man after God's own heart, we need to follow these steps. And I'll, I'll tell you them all at the end once again. Verse number or, or Verse number seven of Psalms four tells us the sixth thing about David that possibly is why he was called a man after God's own heart. David was devoted. He said this in Psalms four and seven. Thou hast put gladness in my heart. David's devotion was so great to God when he had any joy, any happiness, or any gladness, he referred that back to God. When he had joy, he said, Lord, you put it there. When he had gladness, he said, Lord, you gave me that. When he was happy, Lord, you gave me that. You have put gladness in my heart. So a lot of folks are looking for happiness in a lot of things in this life. But if we could just realize true joy, true happiness, true gladness comes only from the Lord. So David was a devoted man to God even when he was happy. The seventh thing here, David was a man that recognized God. He had recognition of God. And he said in Psalms 9 and verse 1, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all of thy marvelous works. He recognized God that all of the marvelous works and everything marvelous or great in this world was the handiwork of God. He said, I will praise the Lord with my whole heart and then I will show forth all of thy marvelous works. So if there's anything out there that's great, if there's anything out there that's marvelous, then it's God's handiwork. It's God that done it. Anything you can see, feel, smell, or touch, it's all because of God. Amen. God created the heavens and the earth and, and the fullness thereof. So everything in this world, God created. So we should give God praise with our whole heart because of God's marvelous works. 
Number eight is David was a man of faith or he was faithful. Psalms 23, the probably the most popular psalm, and most Christians, or especially preachers, can probably quote this chapter. But in verse number six, let's look at this verse and see David's faithfulness. He says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Then he uses that word and. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So David said, I know goodness and I know mercy will follow me all of my life, every day of my life. So what will I do for that? Because of goodness and mercy, follow me all of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. You know, a lot of folks, when good things and great things and mercy and happens to them, they forget about God and God's house. But David did not. He said, because goodness and mercy follows me, I'm going to dwell in God's house forever. You need to remember that when Sunday comes. You need to go to your home church. God's been good to you. God's been merciful to you. So you should go to God's house and dwell there. Back your church, back your pastor. Stand behind them with your prayer, your attendance, your financial support, your tithing, and prove that you are also faithful. We know God is, so let's be faithful as well. Number nine, David was obedient. Psalms 119, verse 34, says, Give me understanding, and I will keep thy law. Yea, I will observe it with my whole heart. You know, we've seen that term, my whole heart, several times already in this episode. So all David said here was, if you'll give me the understanding, I will then keep your law and I will observe it. Not just observe it uh, and look at it and know it's there, but he said, I will keep it and observe it with my whole heart. Lastly, and I told you, David was a man that was a great man, a victorious man, but he also made some terrible mistakes. And the next two episodes, we'll talk about his life and some of those triumphs and some of those mistakes. But what made David a man after God's own heart, even with his mistakes? Look at Psalms 25 and 11, and I think you'll better understand. He said, for thy name's sake, O Lord, Pardon mine iniquity, for it is great. So David knew that his sin was great, and he asked the Lord, Pardon mine iniquity, or forgive my sin, for it is great. He knew his sin was great, and he asked God to forgive him. Aren't you glad that God is a merciful God, a forgiving God? And I feel like, that's one of the reasons David was after a man after God's own heart. He knew how <clears throat> to repent. 
So I'm going to go back over these real quickly here. He was a man of humility. He was reverent, respectful, trusting, loving, devoted, recognized God, faithful to God, obedient, and most importantly, David was a man that knew how to repent and would repent. So I hope you've enjoyed this first part of our series about the life and story of David. David, a man's a man after God's own heart. Well, we've enjoyed being with you today, and I hope you have as well. This is David Miller, and I hope you truly have a great rest of your day. Thank you.